0: You don't need all that. We <laughs> like it just the way you
1: are, Miss Ballon. Oh, thank you so much. Did you name your mic yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs>
1: Listen,
0: mine is
2: brown, so. Oh. Oh, look at us. We got an assortment.
0: so um, we're we're di- we're diverse.
2: We are. We are.
0: Oh goodness.
1: Let me move this out. Get my little book. All right, y'all ready? Are we showing books? Y'all know I'm all about King. This one. There ain't no book in here. I asked y'all, did I need to go get
0: me a book? No, but this is. This, I'm telling you, like, like. Now look.
1: This? What you got? Oh, see, you got one. You got one. It? Look at us. <laughs> oh gosh, this book big too. Uh, this is like why I say I had to hide this from the children. Like, look, cute. wow! I'm gonna go I'm gonna. Go oh, okay, one. all right. Huh. I'm gonna order that one today.
2: Okay, yeah. Listen, I, I just I just got a vulva and an anus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't even. It, don't have, it is. But, nothing, then, but then, but it does stuff like
0: this. That's very like scientific and educational. Like the. Mm. Yeah, all I have is makeup of the breast. It's amazing. I just have text. So, like I said, I I I got to the penis chapter because I do the penis chapter first, and I was like,
1: mm. yeah, well, yeah, I should
0: know more about it, but
1: mm-hmm. you always get the penis questions to me. So- the the per- to the pe- the perfect person. The perfect ding ding ding. Mm. Okay, we've been recording this whole time, so <laughs>
2: you sneaky devil, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> While we're over here holding up books and okay. giving demonstrations, yeah. but you know that us. that's that's us though. So yeah, exactly, yeah, it is what it is. There's, I mean, but you know what we haven't like how how are we you know how we have a an outro.
1: Yeah, how, we, we have an intro. We we'll don't have. Valen uh, gonna make us one.
2: Okay, She's gonna
1: sing to her she mic. More, we gonna we gonna have some random music playing or something. I don't know. Yeah, we do need an intro
2: It's like you know, you got to warm the oven up before you sit the cake in there the bake. If Thank it wasn't so good, I would say can, uh, that would be
0: a great intro song. With, um, could you imagine? Could you imagine if you had that's the top of the song? There's some hoes in this house as the intro. Song? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in that
1: house. Apple story. True. True. whatever
0: hashtag research let me tell you something i'm just saying that mess with hashtag hilarious. retired <laughs> i'm gonna get you a shirt that says that
2: you found out actually hashtag
0: retired. <laughs> and on the back it's gonna say hashtag maybe not
2: <laughs> oh hashtag coach not a player oh you know what and that's not bad you do need coaches we need that exactly.
0: to, to, to give our girls the game you know what i'm saying no. I mean. yeah be able to give your girls the game yeah okay anyway i'm sorry i'm gonna think of an intro song it doesn't include there's some hoes in this house okay
2: that's okay so that's good that's something for us to think about I'm gonna download right my on. neck my back
0: my hey my, yeah i mean there are so many there's so many. many would we do the edited version Because
2: you know, babe. Oh, no. It's got to be straight raw, or it's got to be just, like, the music. No work. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get the music. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it's more just, like, a little medley. The medley. Med, med. med. Med Medley. Shit. I haven't even, I didn't even drink last night. This is so good. Mm. Well... (laughs) that is us and this is sex and we're here again today august 15th um in the year of 2020 back Back with okay this is sex right here in the middle of a pandemic just three black girls who love talking about sex and we're convening to convene about sex yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
2: yeah so what what are we talking about today ladies we're Why? talking about us, more we about us. what we do oh okay all right i think that's good because the people need to know i mean we know you know and we just kind of the universe brought us together you know when y'all were getting us kicked out of bars in ann arbor hey hey, hey <laughs> you really,
0: you know you have giving people sneakers and stuff and first of all i would just like to point out that we did not get kicked out of bars hello we did not. Oh okay, okay. You
1: we were ushered out that one time. One time. One time. Okay, so not bars. Not Yeah, more. bars
2: implies more than one. Okay. All
1: right. But other time.
2: I apologize. So <clears throat> when we when we Hermit the Frog sips tea. <laughs> 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 I I don't have to a on that one. Okay. When, when we met and realized our collective love and passion for sexual health um and so uh i guess i guess i'll i'll start since i'm already talking since my last name is a we're going in alphabetical go, order maybe that, that's it but yeah so why why how come this passion developed honestly That's a good question like I always just tell people I mean everyone knows I'm a clinical social worker and I started um working with um like children and families that was my concentration so I've done some work in child welfare I work with um military veterans as well as uh, active duty military and their beneficiaries um former NFL players and the perinatal population so people are like sometimes people are like oh like you've been all over the place you know like uh and when you gonna pick something that you like and sort of settle down it's like well first of all um <laughs> you know like with children and families like nothing is isolated that's kind of how I view the world and mm-hmm. you know with children and families like I'm always of the mindset of like you know there's this Frederick Douglass quote like it's easier to prepare strong children than to repair broken men I think I messed that up a little bit but that's the gist yeah, of it I like that yeah 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 and it's like oh that always resonated with me so I think you see that um like you know when I've worked with like former NFL players or like women who are pregnant or have given birth it's like what do we always start at like childhood (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know or like with children like you know when I was working at Walter Reed and people would I would get a referral for like a nine-year-old having behavioral issues at school so I never met with the kid first like I always met with the parent or parents like let's talk about home and then you realize like oh it's a lot of Jack up stuff like yeah, yeah. I'm being struggling yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like that that is why like oh well get him in because I need him to act right because I can't be taking off work like yeah 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 we're gonna get to that but it's so, a lot of stuff going on here that we need a to lot sort to of that from that house mm-hmm. yeah so but you know uh moreover, like you know I would get calls from foster parents like hey you know Ray Ray, um, you know, I walked in the room and Ray Ray was, um, you know, I think he was like touching himself and I'm like, okay, was he touching anybody else? Did you, did you close the door? You know, like just kind of normalizing like, yeah, like this is not necessarily, right you know like um so just like the child development that whole like human development part of it or even on the other end with like um with the nfl players for instance we do health screenings at my job and a lot of them have heart health issues and so it's one of those things that like as a clinician uh, you know, you kind of learn to figure out the things people are not saying. So, like some people would look at it, like, you know, how come these guys know they have, you know, heart health issues? They know they're disproportionately affected. They have the medication. They have access to treatment. They don't take it. They don't get better. They die early. And it's just like I'm not, I'm not saying that sex is it, but you know, heart health, heart health issues can cause. Um, sexual health issues, yeah. Yeah, and right. then the treatment for the heart health issues can also it affect also. your sexual mm-hmm. health. So, it's like, you know, a lot of dudes won't walk in and be like, you know, I can't get an erection, I'm not taking that shit, but sometimes with me as the social worker, I mean, I hear stuff that... Other people are like, no, they never, you know, the nutritionist never heard anything about, you know, right. certain, certain things. But sometimes people would just divulge or like a lot of times it's like wives or girlfriends, like he ain't been right since that heart attack. I don't know what happened to him, you know, and it's just he like a heart attack. Exactly. So you have like, you know, a social work, we have this whole like bio, psycho, social, spiritual thing. And I think that sometimes like sexual health and sexuality is like so compartmentalized and it's like it's inherently involved in all of that so you can't separate it and you know and now like the work that I've been doing the last like five six years with the perinatal population like it comes up with like no desire low desire painful sex like um, a lot of what I see and I think it like it doesn't get enough attention but like OCD in the perinatal population I don't know if y'all remember that show on MTV and it was like True Life, like True Life um, I OCD or Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just remember, I don't remember all of the episodes but I feel like the the topics they had were very sensationalized. You know, like Mm -hmm. most people, if you think of OCD, it's like, oh, somebody got to go out the door like five or six times, you know, or like Mm -hmm. the counting or the hand washing. But like, uh, you know, it's an anxiety disorder. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people with like new babies, especially it'll manifest with like intrusive thoughts about like harming the baby or um, unintentionally harming the baby or other people not taking care of the baby, something bad happening to them. But anyway, the point is, I see that a lot in terms of how it affects relationships and intimacy. So not just like the act of engaging in sex or not. And so anyway, just Which we how- tend to focus a lot on the actual act, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's like sexual health is go around that exactly. And so I think sometimes that's it. That's the other part. That's that's exactly what I was trying to get at. It's not just the act or like making sex better and I'm an, I'm all for pleasure but sexual health is broader than um you know whether you yeah, are having or sex aren't having sex having orgasms exactly so that's my little 5 cents okay yeah me, you. what about me i don't
0: know no um <laughs> Um, so I am a board certified obstetrician and gynecologist, so that means well,
1: you know, that's what they say. That Mm -hmm. means I take care of women so humble. I know, right? Well, I mean, like barely 21 and have accomplished so much. Okay,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which, uh, so my job in general is to take care of a woman across her entire lifespan, and that includes um sexuality and intimacy and addressing that realm, which a lot of um doctors in general don't get the appropriate training to do that. So we, I don't know if we meant I think we mentioned this in our intro episode, right? But we all met at the university of Michigan during this, the sexual um, health certificate program where we learned a lot, but I think in general, we learned that you have to take care of the person as the whole person. Yeah. You have to address, you know, psychological issues, physical issues, sexual issues, all kind of together, because when you affect one, you get usually improvement in the other. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, I get to do that every day. I get, to, um, I get to try and see people as a whole person. But what I've noticed and learned is that we do, we, we really compartmentalize sexual health and we kind of take it away from physical health, which is such a huge part of. So we kind of assume, oh, if you're physically healthy, then everything else falls into place. Um, and that's not the case. You have very physically healthy women who are in menopause who can't have an orgasm or have pain with sex and all that kind of stuff. So I get to, um, I get to delve into that. Um, I've always, I've always liked talking about sexual health. I started in residency and I haven't stopped since. Um, I did a research project on sexual health in residence, um, in the country, which was nice. Um, mm-hmm. it just means that we're all having sex basically. That's what I found Everybody's doing it.
2: <laughs> the gist of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but it's, it's something that's incredibly important. I think that's what I keep learning is that we have to keep addressing it and talking about it because it's, it's incredibly important. So I get to do that, which is great. And I get to do that with two very lovely ladies who cuss just as much as I do.
2: True that.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, After Perkins. I think my <laughs> why is because my mom was not as comfortable talking about sex. And I always said if I had kids, I was going to be very open with them. And I have two daughters. Very blessed to have them. Um... And when I interact with them and I interact with their friends, it is very apparent that not every young person has someone that they can go to, that they feel safe going to, that they can ask the questions that are maybe going to make us cringe, but they're, you know, they genuinely want to know and they're trying to ask a trusted source. So. I would say most, I, most young people don't have a person. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scary home. when you look at the rates of sexually transmitted infections getting lower, uh, getting higher in a younger age demographic. It just really, and the age of sexual debut um, is lessening, you know. So we're seeing 13, 14-year-olds that are having intercourse for the first time. And I just, as a public health practitioner, you know, when I see those statistics, it just it's disheartening to know that there's not a lot of us that are willing to talk to adolescents and young adults about it. Um, So while I am extremely knowledgeable, I'm also extremely sarcastic. So I feel like that balance between, you can crack jokes and everything to kind of lessen the tension around the subject, but to be able to back it up with facts and, Information. So I just really have a passion for working with kids. I'm not um, opposed to working with adults. I mean, cause you know, adults have jobs and money and all that kind of stuff. Um, but working with parents to be able to have that open dialogue with their young adults and their children um, and being able to work directly with adolescents and young adults is really where my passion lies because to know that kids are out there having sex but they're not comfortable going to talk to someone about getting on birth control or buying condoms or knowing that they have other options besides just the typical standard or even
0: basic like anatomy of what they're you know what parts of their body they're actually using because exactly. our school systems are doing a fantastic job at teaching mm-hmm.
1: that especially um, in the great state of Texas where you are hell Press to find a school district that does abstinence plus, let alone comprehensive sex education. And I think everybody is- wants to do abstinence only. There are there are definitely areas where you have,
0: you know, there's there are exceptions, right? You have certain certain schools, certain areas, certain parents that are willing to talk to their and be open with their children, but even based on the the, the teens and young adults I see, a lot of them, they get their sex education from Instagram youtube their favorite rap star
2: other uh, friends
1: other, other
0: friends, friends which i i just i tell people i tell kids all the time or, or or young girls all the time your friends are the dumbest place to get sex education or sex advice from um because most of the time they know just as much as you do which is very little um and, and if you
1: have that one friend that always whose, whose mama his- is
0: open or, or whose mama, mama is anything. a clinical social yeah. worker, or whose sister's a clinical social worker, or whose friend is a...
1: Unless you got them. is <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, it is so unfortunate to think that, you know, with the majority of female anatomy being on the inside, girls don't even know what they have and what they're supposed to have. And guys just like, oh, I got a dick. That's yeah. pretty much all I need to know. I got a dick and it can go and stuff and it gets hard and it just... yep. All of that is so, it's so frustrating to see, but it also shows me that there is so, so much room for education and I would be doing the young people in my community a disservice if I didn't. So I went to, um, I went to my local pharmacy, I live in a rural area. I went to my local pharmacy last Saturday. And I was looking for condoms. And so um, you can you can picture like old-timey pharmacy, you know, type setting. And girl, I bet
0: you them condoms was behind the counter, wasn't they? I bet you had to
1: go they, ask for them. First of all, they were behind the counter. And she I said, Do you have any dental dams? And the girl looked at me she said, is that something for your teeth? Oh, my gosh. Ah, and so yeah. It's, it's an older white lady working a younger white lady working and then a seemingly adolescent boy working so his ears poked like big time when i asked for condoms so he's still working and he hasn't said anything and i was like well do you have internal or female condoms well what is that i i i'm i'm sure we don't we just got some regular old condoms back here back here Mm -hmm. behind
2: the.
1: And so I was like, oh, okay. I said, it's fine. And she was like, well, what, you, what, what, what is what you're looking for? So I explained that I was having, you know, I was doing a sex ed class out at my ranch and mm-hmm. had some college kids coming out. And so the boy looked again and I was like, do I need to invite you out to one of my classes? And he just kind of looked, well, I'm working right now, but maybe. And so the lady was just like, well, I'm glad somebody's doing that. but But I just don't know what those things are. And I'm thinking, for me, maybe this is another opportunity, you know, put some information in there or whatever, but um, she didn't shun me, but I definitely got some strange looks.
2: But, but imagine if you were like a younger person or you just too, trying to walk up and right? and like, not that you were getting it for your class, but like you came to Dr. Perkins, you know, adolescent sexual health, you know, sexual decision-making class. And you learned about all these things and you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ha- go get me some to keep, you know, in my mm-hmm. little, my little box. So you mustered the courage to go to this drugstore. Okay, so now it's already a barrier that you have to say it out loud, the the yeah. dental, dental dams. And then, you know, the lady not knowing a lot about it, like the whole process, you know, like, I just see so many barriers to people who, you know, like, I mean, getting the courage to do that is already, um, you know, such a big deal. But I remember, this was probably, like, early this year. Um, I was in Greensboro. Um, and I that's remember that. Yeah, so I was in Greensboro, and I was actually waiting. I was having lunch with a colleague from the NFL, and I was just like, oh, let me go and, like, see what they got because I'll be I have put everybody on the $10 vibrators that they sell at Walmart yeah. mm-hmm. and because so, I didn't know and I'm like well hell that's hella economical you know sure, be for sure. $70 for a rabbit you know so I, I have started putting them in uh people's Christmas stockings like I even gave it to my church friends last last year was it hit but anyway so I, <laughs> I go, <bet> it was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I go to go like re-up and they have, so the sexual health stuff is, it's in the pharmacy area, but it's right, it's adjacent to the window where you walk mm-hmm. up and it's locked. So I was like, well, it's a college town. So you got North Carolina A&T State University, like a major HBCU in this area where I went to school, University of North Carolina at Greensboro, Guilford College, all the community colleges. I mean, I'm think I'm thinking about like the young people, because mm-hmm. I know like I used to get my condoms from the uh, from the student health center, yeah. you know, and my peer group was like, well, if you want to have sex with a dude, I mean, he needs to have the condoms. So I knew enough of like, okay, maybe I should have my own condoms, but it's like, well, I can get them in this nice little exam room discreetly putting them in my bag you like, know and I know people would get them from the barbershop but like if you actually like okay I'm gonna go and buy me some condoms you know and they behind a locked cage in the front of the pharmacy so you know it's Everybody old people teaches. yeah people picking up their diabetes medication and you <laughs> have to go and so then you have to request and so then they're like uh, we need a, we need a CSM to the pharmacy, CSM to the pharmacy, so I mean, all, all I needed them to say was, you know, like, this little girl want to vibrate, <laughs> I was just sitting there, like, wow, I couldn't imagine a young person, oh my God. So I actually and, and I waited 30 minutes, and I, I had the time, so I waited 30 minutes, the lady came, and was like, they were in a meeting, so it's all these people walking around, and so eventually, like, she came, I got it, and I was just like, the hemorrhoid cream is not locked up because the, the reason they told me was because um, people steal it's part of their loss mitigation thing. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's Walmart. People, you steal everything out of Walmart. I'm not saying it's right, but this particular that of
1: all things you would not want to prevent. people from accessing so
2: i wrote walmart i tagged them uh i posted the video i think it's still up on um vitality's Mm -hmm. uh social media because i'm like this is ridiculous and they actually responded they asked for the store location Now i haven't been back to see See if um you know if they have like mm-hmm. taken it out of the lock box or what have you, uh, and oh and then the lady escorted me when she came and I got you know what I wanted she escorted me to check out and I was like well shit I've been standing here thirty minutes so I mean I haven't if I wanted anything else like I haven't done it so it's like oh you gotta walk me over here with my stuff and so I was like the whole process but I'm just like you know those are major barriers like I could just see somebody saying you know forget it and. Yep. You know, and if you needed something like you know if that was like a determining factor and you were on your way to a hot date and you knew you know your goal was mm-hmm. to get some at the end of the night, well, you know, I'm getting this raw dog tonight, you know like I try, yeah, but you I know that- like it's easier to get a plan B than that whole process was of you know like trying to get condoms
1: yeah i I made my daughter walk around the store um with me a couple years ago, um my club, my motorcycle club distributes condoms at our anniversary every year. And we put a little label with our logo on it. And it says ride safe. And everybody gets a good kick out of it. Yeah. Um, But I made her carry them around. And, you know, I was getting like the big 64 pack of Trojans, you know. So I got like four of those. And we're walking around. I'm like, oh, I need one more thing. And she's like mortified. So then I'm like, she's like, can we please go to self-checkout? I'm like, no, you know how I feel about self-checkout. That's taking a job from somebody. And she was just like, please don't. So I was like, no, we're just going to go to a checkout. And I'm looking, trying to find somebody in her age group. She's dying. So I find this young guy, and she was just like, really? I said, yeah. So I go, and I said, put the stuff up there. She just looks at me, rolling her eyes. So we get up to the cashier, and she's just like, do not. I was like, what? She was like, don't.
2: She, That's so what well, happens. So she know, a mama
1: who she do knows that. her mom. She knows so her mom. He's swiping and he looks at me and he looks at Taylor. He said, This is the brand I use. That, that is all I needed. She was just like, Oh God. I was like, Oh, really? I said, Do you have to buy them regularly? Or, you know, he said, Well, my mom buys them for me. I was like, Well, why is your mom buying for me? Because she, you know, she's like, Don't come up here with no babies and she wants me to be safe. I said, But is your mom in the bed with you? And he's just nope, like, not- Well, no, ma'am. I said, then if you are in the bed with somebody, you should be able to go buy condoms yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're not responsible enough to go buy them, then you are not responsible to be hopping Amen. in man.
0: Because because well, what that says, right, is that if you are not mature enough, or exactly Well, yeah mature enough is the right word mature enough to go buy a condom then are you mature enough to ask the question have you been tested Mm -hmm. how many people are you sleeping with um what kind of like what are we gonna do like what happens if we get pregnant don't you lie yeah you're not asking the correct questions then it just it just says a whole lot about you yep
2: and it's taking the responsibility off of somebody who's making a very something that should be a very informed decision you know so if if you are deciding to engage in sexual activity you have responsibility that comes with that and Mm -hmm. thus you know and I I mean I certainly I will hand out a condom all day long but at the same time you know that condom in a conversation like you know because my thing is um,
1: okay if she bought them for you the first time make sure you knew how to use them and all that and I get it, but I'm not going to continue mm-hmm. to purchase them for you and let you engage in this activity and not put the onus on you to take more responsibility okay. for. Right, so. right. Yep. But that's all we got time for today, ladies. Oh, uh, Yeah. You know, I, feel I know. So short. I know. But anyway, hopefully people will join us for our next episode. And these are the type of conversations we're gonna have because this is what right. this, this is, is sex. It.